Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm not sure who's had more jobs, Seton or Paulie, or who's had more interesting jobs, Ooh. Seton or Paulie. But like Seton worked at the airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay. Those yeah. aren't exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. I was a security guard. I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. But Paulie was a bouncer. Yeah. DJ at a country western nightclub. And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Lite. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour one on this Wednesday. There's a lot to talk about. Come on in, stay a while. Gang's all here, including Fritzy. Play of the day, poll question, stat of the day. Your involvement, always encouraged. Dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. That operator standing by is Tyler. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Nearly 100,000 of you have signed up for the newsletter. Thank you for all the great things that we are going to bring your way in the uh, coming years. In fact, the next four years. December 24th of 2027. That's it. That's the target day. Oh, we pinpointed a day. Uh, I'm going to make us work on uh, Christmas Eve. I think that we should give to this audience a special Christmas gift. (laughs) I'm starting to feel 2027. (laughs) Yes, yes. You want to write that down? I'm putting it in my calendar right now. <laughs> okay, thank you. My wife goes, when are you retiring? I go, Christmas Eve 2027. It is a Friday. Yes. It is. a get a full meet Friday. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go. Christmas Eve. And then we say goodbye. That's it. Plan accordingly. Yeah. We go off into that long Christmas vacation <laughs> yeah. in the sky. Yeah. Huh? yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the sky. Yeah, I know. This show goes off into that long Christmas vacation in the sky. What yeah. are you going to do on like January 2nd when all the bowl games are going on and the NFL weekend and you have no one to talk to about it? Yes. No. I'm going to sit and drink. <laughs> Smoke a cigar. Not do anything. Not have to answer any of Fritzy's emails. 
Yes, Todd. You're not going to go to the Super Bowl site uh, like a month later, walk around nope. the convention center, nope. looking for a credential? No, no, not going to do that. I'm not going to take a victory tour. I mean, I'm taking a victory tour. I wouldn't go to the Super Bowl and go, hey, 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 Commissioner Goodell, would you like to come on my radio? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. You don't have a radio show anymore, do you, Dan? Just sit at a table at Radio Row <laughs> waving to people and they sign your book. I don't know. Yes, Marvin. I'm going to feel like Carlton from The Fresh Prince. Once The Fresh Prince is over, hey, weren't you on that show once? <laughs> yeah, I, I was. What are you doing these days? I mean, you know, I'm just, you know. I'm dancing. I, I'm working, you know. Yeah, I, I, I go to golf tournaments. <laughs> you know. And I get to play in celebrity golf tournaments. Hey, it's Jaleel White from Family Matters. Yay! Hey, how are you? Oh, man, I'm, I'm well. Oh, man, I don't say that line anymore. Right, right, right. Come on, say it. Say it. Say it. Did I do that? I don't do that anymore. Okay, that's a character. Marvin, measure your hands. Ah, they paid me to do that. Move, move. I don't measure my hands anymore, okay? Show's over. All right, get over it. Okay, it was a show, all right? Move on. I went to dinner last night. My wife was suddenly worried about your guys' futures. She's like, well, what are they going to do? And I go, I don't know. She goes, well, are you going to help them? I go, honey, I have. It's up to them now. Like, they're grown men. Uh, so she said, well, who, make, who are you uh, most concerned about? I said, most concerned about? I said, I guess Fritzy I would be concerned about because I don't know if you know, you're going to be at home and you're going to be booking imaginary <laughs> guests. <laughs> well, I like structure and routine. After all these years, it's going to be, be very weird. You're going to book imaginary guests for an imaginary show. Todd, who are you talking to, sir? Can you do the 1020 or 1120? <laughs> Zoom or phone? Or who yeah. are you talking to? There's nobody on the other line, Todd. You're staring at the wall. No, winking. no, no. It's Rex Ryan. I'm talking to Rex Ryan. So what about Friday? If you get to Thursday? Well, who are you talking to? Yes, Paul. Whose wife do you feel the worst for? Todd's. That's a quick answer. Todd's. That's fair. Todd's Todd's set up that question. Todd's, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I got to tell you, my wife's not looking forward to it. She's heard all my stories, all my bits. I think the idea of me retiring, she's like, no, 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 go find something. Do anything. Yeah. I was at dinner last night. By the way, I don't know about you, but the more things on a menu make me nervous about the quality of the food. If you go into a restaurant and they've got five things on that menu, I go, yes, they know what they're doing. Now, this isn't Cheesecake Factory. When you go into a Cheesecake Factory, I, I think I've read books that have less pages in it. And you're going, oh, my God. There's everything here. I like it when there's five, six items. That's it. Do you remember what was on the menu? Everything. Oh, last night wasn't everything. It had Italian uh, that had uh, uh, tuna. It had, it had breakfast. It, it, it was like, oh, my God. Now, my brother-in-law picked it, and I was like, oh, okay. And he had never been there, but he's like, oh, this is halfway between our houses. And I go in there, and I'm like, this, this is... And then they had a special menu to go along with the regular menu, and I just thought, man, I, I miss those days where it, there's, there's really no choice. It's just, this is what we do. Here's a couple of burgers, uh, some wings, uh, maybe a French onion soup, and a, a salad, uh, but we don't recommend it. And then that's it. Then you're good to go. Yeah, Paul. You know, restaurants I'm not fond of, the ones that are hybrids of two different food groups. Like, there's a place near me called Pancho El Mali's. It's Mexican food <laughs> and Irish food. I'm not kidding. And there's, a, like, they have those all over the country where it's like a mix of two different genres of food. Yeah. yeah. Not, just not pick, a, it. pick a direction. You want to go to Irish food? Great. <laughs> Pancho pick a, pick a lane here. Helmut McCoy's. It's German Irish. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the program, already in progress, as you can tell. Our good buddy Chris Sims from Football Night in America will join us coming up. 
We will uh, replace some of the comments that David Tepper had, the Carolina Panthers owner. I'm still puzzled by some of the things he said at his press conference yesterday, but he's a, a patient man, so I should be patient with him, with his patience. We say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you. Download the app if you haven't done so, and our radio affiliates around the country. This first hour, brought to you by Discover, they want everybody to feel special. You get access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more. Discover.com slash credit card limitations like Fritzy do apply. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. College football rankings came out. Michigan, uh, of course, is up there with uh, Georgia and then Washington, Florida State. Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama. We'll talk about this coming up uh, a little bit more extensively in the second hour, that uh, we're rooting for chaos. We always root for chaos. We rarely get chaos. By the way, Michigan is playing Iowa for the Big Ten Championship. I always say you can't say no chance, but a small chance, right? No chance, but there's a small chance. Uh, The betting line, the... First of all, the over-under is 35-and-a-half, okay? I don't know if Iowa scored 35 points total this year, but it's 35-and-a-half. Here's Iowa's team total. What's Iowa's over-under point total first half against Michigan? Big Ten title game, according to DraftKings. Iowa first half scoring. Yes. I'll let you go first, Paulie. Three points. Todd? Oh. Five-and-a-half. Seton? Two-and-a-half. Marvin? Six and a half. Zero point five. What? <laughs> over under is a Iowa half. Has a great point. Cool. A half point. It could even give you two and a half. Over under second half. Iowa against Michigan Big Ten title game. Marvin. Four and a half. Paulie. Two and a half. Todd. Five and a half. Seaton. Six and a half. Zero point five points come on. per game, a Disre- half a point. Disrespectful. That's yeah. insulting. So if they're saying thirty-five and a half, I'm guessing Michigan's probably going to get uh, 34, 33 points, something like that. But there is, you can't say no chance, right? Small chance. Iowa against Michigan. Um, odds to win the uh, college football playoff. Who do you think is the favorite according to DraftKings this morning, Marvin? Georgia. Bali. Michigan. Michigan is, is true. That is correct. Then it's Georgia, Oregon, Alabama, Texas, Washington, Florida State. How about this? Pac-12 title game. Las Vegas. Washington, Oregon, Friday night. Who's favored and by how many, Todd? Oregon, three and a half. All right. Seton O'Connor. Oregon, two and a half. All right. Marvin. Oregon, eight and a half. Paulie. Oregon, six and a half. I think it's Oregon, nine and a half. Nine and a half. You think? I think it is now nine and a half. Yes, I think it is. Neutral site, nine and a half. Yeah. As of this morning, it was nine and a half. Subject to change. But uh, nine and a half. Seems like a lot of points. Washington beat Oregon last time. Nine and a half neutral site. Just... Some numbers to think about going into uh, this weekend. Uh, Tonight, the ACC-SEC challenge continues there. The NBA playoffs, the wonky NBA playoffs roll on. Uh, I'm still not sure what's going on, but 
The only thing I'm tuning in for is the courts, just to see how they paint the courts. That's basically it. I mean, I'm watching NBA basketball, but and I know there's things at stake and winning, and you know, you won your bracket or something, and point differential, and it's still just NBA basketball. But did watch a little bit of it last night, trying to figure out a little bit as we go along. I I, I didn't do a deep dive on this. It just felt like the NBA was saying. Damn it, you're going to love the NBA early before it gets to Christmas. Because Christmas is when we start to watch NBA basketball. This commissioner was like, you're going to watch. We're going to make sure you watch. All right, I'm watching. It's not like I'm on the edge of my seat going, oh, my God, Sacramento advanced. <laughs> I, Your squad. I, I do love the Kings. And they, uh, they came back to beat the Golden State Warriors there. Uh, Seton, what's the poll question we're going to go with, at least the first hour here? Well, we have they sort of run the gamut here today. Okay. Uh, we could say if Alabama beats Georgia, mm-hmm. the SEC championship dot, game. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. We can populate from there because that would obviously lead to unbelievable chaos. Okay. I, I'm... I'm really curious about Texas because Texas beat Alabama at Alabama, and that's a damn good win. But feels like they're going to be on the outside looking in, and I find that to be – we won't worry about that next year at this time. That's where a lot of people are going to go. Next year at this time, yeah, you're right, next year at this time, Texas needs some help there. Yes, Marvin? Next year, Ole Miss is going to be pissed when <laughs> the 13th team. No, no complaining. It's like when we expanded to 68 teams, March Madness, I go, do not say we got hosed, we were on the bubble. If, if you're not one of the 68, then, you know, your coach should be fired. Don't tell me that. So when we get that 13th team, like, man, we got hosed. No, probably didn't. Yes, Mark. Virginia Tech every March. <laughs> Come on. We beat Duke on the road. Yeah, but you guys lost to Crappensburg State at home, though. Yeah, let's go. By the way, Crappensburg State, uh, I've been told the hoodies uh, are going fast. If you want to get a Crappensburg State hoodie or any of the other gear that we have, you can go to uh, danpatrick.com. Anything else, Seton, that you might be thinking about? We're rooting for chaos this weekend. We rarely get it, but we're rooting for it. It's funny because we're rooting for chaos, which what exactly would chaos mean? Um, I guess that... Florida State would drop out. Alabama would get in. Would Georgia stay in? What about if Oregon wins? If Ohio State is on the outside and is not even playing but somehow gets in? Is there any other outlier there that you go, they got a shot here? What if Washington wins that game? They're in. What if Florida State wins? They're undefeated and they don't have their star quarterback there. Now, should you be factoring that in? The human element. Now, if these are computers, the computer doesn't do that. But the human element is like, I don't know, no Jordan Travis here. Can you ignore that? It's a made-for-TV event. Yes, Eden? <laughs> I don't know if we have enough time in the next two hours to get into it. Um, so... Because the thing that I'm struggling with is I get that there would be like things shifting, whatever else, but the, like the very first example of it would be chaos if Alabama gets in. <laughs> I mean, it's not really like, was it Georgia or Alabama? That, I mean, that, seemed, that doesn't exactly seem like chaos. It seems like the last 10 years. Okay, what would be chaos? Paulie? 
if Alabama wins a close game over Georgia, where Georgia is right in it to the end, and Alabama get, wins by like a point, and then you throw in if somehow Iowa beats Michigan, if those two things happen on Saturday, you're going to have like six teams in the mix for four spots, and you're going to have to come up with some reasons to put them in and take them out. Because Alabama be beating Georgia in neutral field, you're not going to put them in. And Georgia, two-time defending champs, lose by a point on a neutral field, you're dropping them to five. And then Michigan's the favorite. I'm just saying those, those two games would decide it. Okay, but I'm looking at Vegas, and really that's what you should go on. Vegas is saying Michigan is the best team, then Georgia, Oregon, Alabama, Texas, Washington, Florida State. Yes. What, how does Vegas define Michigan as the best team? Paulie? Okay, they're not necessarily saying Michigan's the best team, as they're saying Michigan has the best chance because Michigan has an easy game this weekend, in theory, against Iowa. Georgia has a, a their chance to make the playoffs is harder, a little harder because of this weekend's games. So they're, I bet you, when this weekend is over, Georgia's the overall favorite. If, if Georgia beats Alabama, correct, and Michigan handles business, I bet you Georgia is the. Vegas favorite. We always root for this, or we always think there could be chaos, and there rarely is. But if Louisville beats Florida State, uh, Florida State's just going to drop out. But there's always going to be that, well, there's always been that team that's fifth, where we go, oh, man. Who's going to be that team this year? Because the committee, it goes back to, what was it, TCU many, many years ago, and I thought, God, they, they deserve to be in the Final Four, and they're like, Number five, and they weren't going to move in. But now you get to the point where it's the point of no return with Florida State because if Florida State wins, they're in. Yeah, nothing you can do about it, whether they have their star quarterback or not. Yeah, Paul. We threw out an idea probably years ago. Whoever's the team that gets left out, let's say, let's say how Texas finishes five and is left out of the playoffs, they get the right to play the national title game winner to open the season next year. Mm. Like the team that got screwed against the best team in football opens next season. Mm. You have a natural built-in storyline, and you just leave a hole in the college football schedule. Well, I was waiting for Iowa to play LSU in women's basketball oh. to open up this season. That would have been great. That's marketing right there. They didn't do that. Nobody listens. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. No, they can. We should be running things. We should. We should. We should. Exactly what I was thinking. In 2028, we'll be free. You guys will be free agents in 2028. If you put all five of us together, we're like one really smart person. Yeah. But you four yeah. moving on in 2028. Now, will you get picked off by some of these other shows? Oh, hadn't happened yet. <laughs> Transfer portal? I'm not holding my breath. Can you get somebody to sit in here and then you guys continue the show just under another name? Or it could be, you know, like the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson or CBS Evening News with Dan Rather, the Dan Patrick Show with Ross Tucker. And I'm essentially the Ed McMahon of the show because all I do is laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You are correct. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Once again, Christmas Eve 2027. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me take a break. Chris Sims will join us on loan from Football Night in America. Your phone calls are welcome. We'll set them on a poll question. Got a lot of things to dive into today. Glad you're part of the program. Back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Dynasty the king. Uh, king. Uh. 
What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Hall of Fame semifinalist list is out. Some very familiar names. We'll uh, sort through that coming up a little bit. Poll question is going to be what for the first hour? Seed O'Connor? Well, while we're still uh, populating oh. our oh. chaos poll, oh. as we're calling it. I know. Seton goes, wow, chaos. If Alabama beats Georgia, that's chaos. This is crazy. <laughs> I can't believe that this is Alabama might be in. Yeah. Chaos. Okay, but what's it mean for Texas if uh, Alabama beats Georgia? Because Texas beat Alabama at Alabama. Does that change anything here? Does Ohio State have a chance to get in? I, I guess there's... There's different scenarios, but some are long shot. Most are long shots, it feels like. What if Iowa beats Michigan? All I know is DraftKings has Iowa scoring 0.5 points in the first half, 0.5 points in the second half. Balanced offense. That's the over-under. It is a balanced offense. That's for Yes, Marvin? Ohio State is out. I'm sure their fans are like, look, if we don't beat Michigan, we don't deserve anything. Oh, I don't think they feel that way. <laughs> I don't think they feel that way. If you said they somehow got in, they'd somehow look past that loss to Michigan. Ah, okay. Let's go to Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host, and of course, his podcast, Unbuttoned, former NFL Texas quarterback. You know, speaking of Texas, I was thinking about you today because your dad, of course, great quarterback, borderline Hall of Famer, and you being his son, you were a big recruit, you go to Texas, and now you have Arch Manning with his dad and his you know, family lineage. And I'm wondering, now you went your first year and sat, and then Major Applewhite and you, I think, split time your sophomore year, if that sounds right. Arch Manning right. goes there. He just played a little bit. I don't know if Quinn Ewers is coming back to Texas, but could you see a scenario where Arch Manning transfers from Texas? Uh, it, it'll it'll be interesting. It will be. And you know, I mean, he certainly got some competition there. It's not going to. It doesn't look like it's just going to be the red carpet is going to be rolled out for him, right? You know. So it, it's hey, nothing's going to be given to you in big time college football. You're going to have to compete and do that. I learned that, like you said, I made my first start actually my freshman year in the bonfire game at Texas A and M. Right, that was quite the experience to be cool and a part of it. But then, yes, yeah, sophomore year, split time with major and how to deal with all that. And then junior year became the starter full time. But uh, the one thing I'll say about Archie Manning, uh, or Arch Manning, I should say, is man, just watching him the other night, he really looked like his grandfather in a lot of ways. I, I thought he looked more like Archie Manning yeah, he than he did Peyton or Eli. The way he ran and everything, even the way he throws the football. Uh, but yeah, we'll see where it goes there. You know, there's, there's, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the other kid's name at Texas that took over for yours. Uh, he said he looks like he's got some talent and some big time upside as well. But this is different, though. Your freshman year, you're not starting. There was no transfer portal, and if you did no, transfer, right. you had to sit out a year. Arch Manning could transfer, you know, in the off season and go to yeah. Ole Miss or Ohio State or 
any of these places now. I he, he shouldn't be afraid to do whatever he's got to do to put himself in the right position. You know, that's what I would say. It's big business, right? How you, you know, where you are, the support you have, playing, getting that experience, playing and playing and playing makes you a better football player, and that's what he's got to make his number one priority, you know, which I'm sure his number one goal is to get to the NFL. That's the most important thing. Malik Murphy is the Malik uh, Murphy. There uh, it is. Yeah, the, I know. I, I I was gonna say Malik, and then I was I was afraid to say the last name. I wasn't sure if I was right there. I was blanking. Where are we at this point in the NFL? We're at a point right now in the NFL where I feel like you know we've seen the. I think we know who the cream of the crop is. I think we know the teams that can legitimately win the Super Bowl. Okay, how many? And, how many are there that can win the Super Bowl? Not go win. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'd say, you know, I'd say there's eight, maybe. I'd say about eight right now, right? I, that's where I kind of look at it. All right, I'm, let's I'm run being... down the teams. Okay. All right, so you All got right, well, Kansas and, City. Yep. Philadelphia. And the AFC, right? All right, so let's go conference. And okay. the AFC, I go, let's go Kansas City, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Miami. I look at those four teams and go, they can win the Super Bowl, right? Buffalo's not in there. I'm not going to put Buffalo in there. It's 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 too much of a one man show, right? I, Super Bowl's got to be about a team, you know. It's it's it can't be one guy doing everything for the team, and then the rest of the team fails him, and then for some reason everybody blames him. I don't know. It's a crazy thing. That's a different topic for a different time. But then in the NFC, I kind of look at yeah, the Eagles, the 49ers, Dallas, and. I'll throw Detroit in there, even though I do think Detroit's got some cracks in the armor that I'm a little concerned about. But you know, I do think there's enough talent and coaching there that they could right the ship. But right I, the ship, excuse me. I was watching uh, in-season hard knocks last night with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, and he's the feature. Tyreek, if if Kevin Hart could play football, <laughs> yeah, he would be Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill <laughs> is fascinating during a game. Because yes. and he, there's a little bit of Ricky Henderson in him because he talks to himself the whole time. Like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here all day. Tyreek's yeah. here all day. I'm right. fascinated with watching him. And that speed, when you're field-level speed, it is so different than when you're watching on TV or in the stands. It's like, wow. There's, oh. there's nobody like him. Nobody. A lot of great... A lot of greats talk in the third person, right? That's what I've learned <laughs> through my time in sports, uh, and I love that. And that's what makes them great. You know, he has fun. He's loose, right? Why? Well, because he's the best damn athlete on the football field. So he's like, this is fun. Look at me. <laughs> Nobody can do what I can. And, yeah, this is where I fought with the masses a few years back when I was like, Tyreek Hill's the best receiver in football. I, I don't care if he doesn't run the exact most precise routes like some of the other receivers in football. He's the greatest weapon, you know, arguably we've ever seen at the wide receiver position. And I think his speed is... Wait, you would uh, put him than, above Randy Moss? No, I'd say he's right up there in okay. that discussion. Though. Right. I do think he's right there with it. Yeah, I, I, he, is, he is on a Hall of Fame pace. And, you know, I'm, I think he's the MVP of football right now. 
You know, everything they do, it's all dictated because of him and what he brings to that offense. That's where he's special. Uh, you know, he's an incredible person, incredible worker. That's the other thing I know about Tyreek Hill. I mean, he gets after it. He expects a lot from himself. And, yeah, he's an unbelievable football player. I love when you hear the dialogue. I mean, really, it's just NFL films is what Hard Knocks is. You know, they're right, just capturing right. this audio. But they don't realize how great Max Crosby is of the Raiders. Because he's in the backfield, and that's why I think sacks are overrated. Pressures, hurries, I think that's really an important stat. Max Crosby is just there. He's omnipresent. And you're even, like, two is even acknowledging this. Tyreek Hill goes, damn, he might be the best player in football. Like, you're, you're watching this, and he never, ever stops. No, he never stops, right? I, I, I think, you know, like his top end... Like you know, ultimate like talent. I don't think it's quite as good as maybe T.J. Watt or Micah Parsons or Nick Bosa uh, or uh, Miles Garrett, right? I don't gonna quite put him there. I think he's maybe just a notch below for me as far as pure physical gifts. Man. But I think the point to you make it's the instincts, it's the tenacity, it's the craziness, and it's the fact that. You know, those other guys I mentioned, they can press on the gas pedal 100 miles per hour, but they need to take a few plays off every now and then. Max Crosby can go 97 miles per hour the whole game and never take one play off. And I think that's what I'm amazed by, really, is just uh, is the fact of how he can just red, you know, red needle it all game long. Phenomenal football player, and it does feel like finally this year people have realized how damn good he is. And you're right, stats are overrated. You know, I'm big into the F the play up stat. They need to make that in the <laughs> NFL. You know, the guy who ruined the play yeah. doesn't get credit for it. You know, and he's a guy that ruins a lot of plays for that Raiders defense. Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co host, his podcast called Unbuttoned. Dak Prescott's getting some MVP love, but I would um, caution the voters. Let's look at those stats that he's put up against some really bad teams. That's I want to see him in big games. I want to see him that and, – and Jalen Hurts is your MVP. I, I think the front runner right now, according to Vegas. But Dak, it feels like we want to shoehorn him in there because he's the Cowboy quarterback. Uh, and I think he's played well. But I don't know – I mean, let's see what you do against the Eagles. Let, let's see what yeah, you do in these big fair. games. You know, what happened yeah. against the Niners? They got roughed up. Right. You know? right. So if you want to win an MVP, and I still think it's open to win, then you better win too. some of these big games here and be and perform big in those games. I, I Totally fair, I think, your assessment there. That, that's been the problem, I think, a little bit over the last two years is just in some of the biggest moments, Dak Prescott hasn't played his best. Right. And, you know, you bring up a point. Yeah, he's shoehorned in there because he's a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Well, he also gets a lot of crap because he's a Dallas Cowboy <laughs> quarterback, too. So I think you got to, you know, take that into account. Uh, but he's playing phenomenal football. He is. And I think, you know, more than what I argued early in the year, a little bit in his defense, where I know it wasn't perfect, but like I did the, you know, I do my unbuttoned podcast on Wednesdays. They call it the What the F Happened podcast, right? Because I deep dive into film and I watch it. And I watched that 49ers game back early in the year. And what I would tell a lot of people is if you and, you know, me and Todd Fritz and we all sat down and, and we watched the, the film together, you'd go, well, damn, really, there wasn't one one person open that whole damn game. 
and the offense attack couldn't have been more bland and simple, let alone that that time of the year they were the shortest passing team in football. To me, the biggest difference is they've opened the field up a little bit. And he is a great down-the-field thrower, and he doesn't blink in, uh, under pressure or with the pocket collapsing. That's when he's at his best. But I think your point that you make is is real. The final finishing touches is he's got to play good against some of the elite teams in football and show us he can pull off some wins against them. And I think then he becomes a real big-time legit MVP contender. People seem to be mixed on Justin Fields of what the Bears do moving forward. And... You know, we've had analysts who've said, hey, I would stay with him. I would bypass yeah. Caleb Williams or Drake May, um, maybe trade that first pick that you're going to get from Carolina. But I think you're going to get more expensive. The decision's more expensive with Justin Fields because you're going to eventually have to pick up that fifth-year option. Then you have to start to pay him. And then now you've missed out on this whole rookie contract situation. If you're running the Bears, have you seen enough of Justin Fields? And if you have... Are you staying with him or are you moving on? It's it's a really tough decision. It is because there's you some things make about the decision right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's I I you're on the clock with one, the number one pick. You're on the clock right yeah, now. And for, I was one before the year to say like you stick with Justin Fields and see what you can work with here because he's got some elite traits about him that are special, right? You know his running. He's the best running quarterback in football. We know that. If you put me on the clock. And I don't like saying this. Yes, I'd probably move on with Justin Fe- from Justin Fields. I would. Okay. You know, I, I don't think they're egregiously wrong if they stick with him. I don't. But the other night, you know, in that game itself was troubling enough. That that was. But are you and moving on a- to Caleb Williams or Drake May? What? Yeah, one of those two. I, I'm gonna move the Bears to me. The the Bears are a team that I would say watch out for in the future, right? I don't know if they're going to keep Matt Eberflus or what, but you saw that game on Monday night. They got a big overpowering offensive line. They got a good tight end. They got Mooney and DJ Moore at receiver. They got good running backs. They got some. Why can't they score defense. touchdowns? I well, I think a little bit early in the year was it was Fields issues. Oh, then I'm he talking about hit a group. I'm talking about Monday night because it, because of the throwing. Plain and simple. That, that's it's, it's all there is to it. How many replays did you see the other night where he was under pressure or whatever, and you're seeing this sky cam view, and you're going, damn, there's somebody open right down the middle. Okay, like, but is that going to change? Here. You want to stay with the guy who's been doing this for three years? I, I don't, you know, I would definitely tell you if I stayed with him, I definitely wouldn't pick up the fifth-year option. Like, it's okay not to pick up a fifth-year option. These are big boys. They're making lots of money. It's okay to say we're going to evaluate you one more year and see where it goes like the Giants did to Daniel Jones. I think it's the proper thing to do there. So if that's what they want to do. But if you made me choose right now, no, I would probably move on to go to one of the two guys, you know, TV scouting as far as Caleb Williams or Drake May. I'd probably go on to one of those two guys. All right. Uh, One last question here. If C.J. Stroud was in Carolina and Bryce Young was in Houston. Yeah. Finish that sentence. Uh, It it, it would look a lot different. Carolina would be better and Houston wouldn't be as good. That's plain and simple. C.J. Stroud, Dan, there's a reason. And I know I've been wrong other years, right? I've been right more than I've been wrong, though. And I had C.J. Stroud in Tier 1 by himself. No, I know that. I I know. His ability to throw, and everybody is seeing it now, and move in the pocket, six cents type of moves. And the way he played last week, they didn't run the ball, people weren't open, and he just carried the freaking team like a superstar. He is special. 
right? Bryce Young needs a certain formula around him. He needs – they need to spread the field. They need weapons. It needs to be more like the Tua kind of version. He and needs they don't Alabama. He needs well, Alabama. Well, that, that's a little bit, you know, for lack of a better way to say it. Yes, where C.J. Stroud can run any offense and it doesn't matter. You know, now they're better in Houston than they are in Carolina. I understand that. Uh, but I do think, you know, you switch teams, things will look a little different. Bryce Young, as slick as he is and all that, I like a lot, right? But his arm, it's, it's average for the NFL. And then the other thing is, like we talked about during the draft time, as quick as his releases and the decisions are, he loses time on the back end of plays because he can't stand in the pocket and make throws with people bearing down on him or about to hit him. He's a lot of ducking and chucking that way because he's got to save himself to where plays where I go, ooh, if he was C.J. Stroud, he would have just stand in there and take a shot, and he did the 20-yard out route. Bryce Young has not afforded that luxury because when he gets hit, he gets ragdolled. And he's got to protect himself that way, and that's always what was scary to me about him coming out in the in the draft. And you were big on Lamar Jackson when nobody else was. I, you, you've, I've had my moments. You did I've love had, you know, Kellen. Lamar. You love Kellen Mond, though. I, I listen. I, I'll go through it. I, I, I had Mahomes and Josh Allen and Lamar, right, and C.J. Stroud, and of course, yes, I had Zach Wilson, and I did Matt Corral one year. So I've taken some, you know, slaps in the face. Too. I would stay so with the worry. Matt Corral. That might still happen there. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to. I think I'm done with that one. And I'm done with Zach Wilson, I think, too. Good to, good to visit with you, as always. Thank you, Chris. Always. Uh, Chris Sims. Always enjoy talking to him. His podcast is called Unbuttoned. You can see him on Football Night America. Our play of the day is up next, right after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh my God! The play, the play, is play. of the day. Check this out. Herter swings to the right side to Monk. Attacks the baseline. Jab step. Now he keeps the dribble alive. Gets in the paint. Tough ball away. Bank shot is good. Malik Monk somehow banks it home. 124-123 Kings. Here's Curry. He'll try to get a shot off to win it. It's on the way. It's front rim short. The Sacramento Kings will advance in most dramatic fashion. It's 124-123. All righty. Kings Radio Network. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Kings Hawaiian. Slide into the weekend. Slider Sunday. Get together with friends and family and football. Make every Sunday Slider Sunday. Did that sound like someone was practicing play-by-play from their TV <laughs> in their living room? I don't know. There was something about the sound of that. It didn't sound as dramatic as you would like it to yeah, be. Yeah, not in a mean way. It's a, it's good play-by-play. It just sounded like he wasn't not, there. Not in a mean way. Maybe it is a little bit. <laughs> I'm practicing play-by-play for my living room. Maybe because they're trying to manufacture excitement in this uh, in-season tournament here. Maybe. A 9-3 run for the Kings! Well, not everybody has to sound like Kevin Harlan. This is the NBA <laughs> on TNT! Thank you. Thank you, Tom. You're welcome. All right. Um, I always love revisionist history when it comes to the draft, especially with quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, I said that he was... I mean, I've been wrong as many times as I've been right. Uh, I remember David Klingler. I thought, man, oh, David Klingler is going to be awesome. Great athlete. Uh, David Carr, Derek Carr's brother. I thought, God, he's going to be great. I still stand by that one. The problem was that offensive line for the Texans was terrible. When, when you get sacked an average of 60-plus times in his first three seasons – that probably does some damage to you mentally and physically. Yes, yes, Marvin. Didn't he win his first start against the Cowboys? I think it was like so. a Sunday night. Yeah. I was like, come on, everybody, let's go. <laughs> the future's here. Yeah. Tim Couch, number one, going to Cleveland. You know, you just have that the draft is littered with these quarterbacks. And I don't know if Bryce Young is going to be a bust. Do I think he's going to be a franchise quarterback? No. But can he be a quarterback that if you surround him, if I put Bryce Young in Philadelphia, is he good? I'm saying he is because of the supporting cast. But that that's what this is. Now, they'd never be able to do the uh, brotherly shove with him. 
because he's so slight, but it's the supporting cast. Who's your coach? What kind of continuity do you have? Your offensive coordinator. Like, there's so much that goes into this where you look at success and failure can be really, really small margin. Did you have anybody? No. Offensive line? No. If I put Brock Purdy in New England, he's not doing anything. If I put Mac Jones in San Francisco, he's probably a quality quarterback just because of the surrounding cast. But he's going to get kicked to the curb, be a backup quarterback. Maybe he'll get a chance someplace else. But this is what happens with the NFL draft. They move on quickly. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that's a, one of the big reasons people are just going crazy over C.J. Stroud is that, at least from the appearances, he's doing really well with a below-average roster. They're not the worst roster, but they're a below-average roster. They have a better roster, I think, than Carolina does. Sure. And I do think that C.J. Stroud is a better quarterback than Bryce Young. And if you put C.J. Stroud on Carolina, does he make them that much better? Probably not, but I think they are a better team. But Bryce Young on Houston is not going to be as good as C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud looks confident. He looks confident in the pocket. David Tepper had his press conference yesterday, and uh, he said he was a patient man. Um, here is uh, his... Uh, First comment talking about his reputation away from football as being a patient man. My reputation away from this game is one for extreme patience. You know, there's no reason why that doesn't, you know, come here too. It does. That patience comes with good performance and things that you want to see progress be made on in different aspects. And as you know, as I said, you know, I would like to have somebody here for 20, 30 years. I'd like to have somebody <laughs> that would say eulogy at my funeral in 30 years. Okay, maybe it's 40 years, I hope. Right. A little humor in there. And uh, originally, they were moving up to get the number two pick in the draft, not number one. Originally, we were going to go to the number two pick, and, and uh, we thought we'd get CJ because we thought the Texans were going to pick Bryce. And listen, we preferred Bryce. He was our number one pick. We had a lot of conviction. Okay, why are you moving up to not get the guy you want? That doesn't make any sense. If you're moving up to two, then you're moving up to get CJ Stroud. Why are you moving up if you're not getting the guy you want? Yeah, Paul. Or it was a really, really close debate. They said, we're going to trade up for one or two because we look at these guys as one and one A. It wasn't, you know, Bryce Young by far in their minds. Uh, he also said that uh, he didn't influence the pick of Bryce Young. And all those decisions, you know, whether it was a head coach, whether it was Bryce, I don't really vote on those decisions until the last piece. Okay, so those decisions are made by, by the football people. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hey, I'm not involved in any of this until I have the final decision. How about you're involved in it so then it doesn't come down to, all right, what are we doing? And then you make the final decision. Just say you made the final decision. Hey, I'm not involved. I let them do their due, due diligence here until they <laughs> hand it to you. Uh, I don't know if Frank Reich wanted Bryce Young. I don't know. That sounds like David Tepper did. Sounds like I guess everybody was involved and they wanted him. Why would you go up to two to get C.J. Stroud if everybody wanted Bryce Young? Doesn't make any sense to me. And you're patient away from football. Okay, that helped you become a billionaire. How about you become patient with your football team? How about patience in picking the right coach? How about that? These billionaires... They outsmart themselves sometimes. Speaking of which, what's up with Mark Cuban? Hour two on the way on this Wednesday.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.